0: Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, I'm going to be giving you guys my must-draft rookies for fantasy football in 2020. In this video, we're going to be talking about redraft, not dynasty. We're just going to be talking about guys who I think are going to have a great first year of their NFL career in 2020, my top Five must draft rookies for fantasy football in 2020. Before I even start the video, I'd like to ask if you guys could please click that subscribe button down below and while you're down there, please leave me a list of a couple of guys that you really want to draft in your drafts that are rookies and I'll go down there, read it, comment, we can have a nice discussion down below in the comments. So let's get right into it. Must draft rookies for fantasy football in 2020. Now my first guy is very obvious. It's Clyde Edwards Hilaire running back out of of LSU gets drafted number 32 in the NFL draft to the Kansas City Chiefs now this is by far the easiest must draft rookie technically because he's gonna go maybe even inside of the first round of your fantasy football draft in real life he got picked at 32 so he was the last pick of the first round but what that shows you is that the Chiefs wanted to get their guy a lot of people believed it would be swift Taylor, all these other guys above CEH, but the chief said, no, we want to go ahead and get our guy in Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and that is what they went on to do now. In college for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, he put up 15 games last season, he won the national championship, 215 rushing attempts, 1,414 rushing yards, 6.6 6 yards per carry, 55 receptions on 58 targets, 453 receiving yards, 17 total tutties, and point. target share in that offense. So what does Clyde Edwards-Hilaire bring to the table of the Kansas City Chiefs? He brings to the table a running back who I think won't be a workhorse in the first year but will be getting enough targets out of the backfield to warrant being a top fantasy football option now I'm not as high on CEH as everyone else but that doesn't mean I think you should be avoiding him in your drafts I still think that he's a guy that I would take in a lot of leagues now what he really brings to the Chiefs is that passing upside he's a guy that catches a lot of balls out of the backfield in college 55 receptions like I said and he was a guy that was a nice safety blanket For Mr. Joe Burrow. What is Mr. Pat Mahomes going to do? Pat Mahomes is going to dump the ball off to him. Pat Mahomes is going to hand him the ball. I understand Damian Williams is still there. And I still think Damian Williams will get a lot more touches than most people believe. Damian Williams single-handedly absolutely smacked the 49ers backhanded in the Super Bowl. He backhanded them and ran all over them. He could have been the Super Bowl MVP. So I don't think you just take Damian Williams from being some guy who was really a focal point of the Chiefs offense throughout their playoff run and just sit him down and let CEH take over the whole backfield. What I think happens is CEH is getting a lot of these. He's getting like half the touches, and he's getting a lot of dump-offs. But that will be good enough for fantasy football success. If he's getting five dump-offs a game, you're playing a PPR half PPR league, that's great for you. If he's getting the ball ten times a game rushing, that is still going to be great for you. I think he is going to end up being overdrafted flying into the first round, where I don't think you should draft him there in fantasy football. But at the end of the day, this Chief, Chiefs offense is amazing. The really only targets that you have to worry about on the team are Mr. Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Watkins. Hardman, all these other guys I'm not too worried about, but at the end of the day, CEH is going to be getting the opportunities to get the ball. Andy Reid would not have drafted him as high as he did if he did not see him as being a focal point in this Chiefs offense. They had every running back to pick, and they chose CEH, so that makes me think they really want to use this guy heavily in their offense. That's why CEH is one of my must-own running backs of the rookie fantasy football class of 2020. So my second guy here is John Jonathan Taylor, running back of the Indianapolis Colts. Now, he went in the second round of the 2020 NFL Draft out of Wisconsin in Wisconsin in 2019. He played 14 total games, 320 rushing attempts, 2,003 rushing yards, 6.3 yards per carry, 26 receptions on 36 targets, 252 receiving yards, 26 total tutties on a 10.3% target share in the offense. Now, Jonathan Taylor was a goddamn beast in college. Now, he goes into a situation where I think he can really take over. Now, this is kind of a crowded backfield, but not really a talent crowded backfield, but a crowded backfield. Marlon Mack, to name one, and then there's a bunch of guys behind him, Naheem Hines and friends behind him. Now, that is kind of worrying, but there's only one guy to really worry about, and that's Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack, the last couple of years, has been a solid back in the NFL. Now, you're not going to call him an elite back, but he's a back that can get Things done in the league, and I don't think that the Colts are really ready to get rid of Marlon Mack before his contract ends either at the end of next year or at the end of this year. So I'm not sure what is going to happen, but what I think is going to happen is at the beginning of the year, it is much more of a closer split. The first couple of weeks, they're kind of getting maybe a 50 50 or 55 45, and but then the other running backs are obviously going to get theirs. But when we're talking about Marlon Mack and Jonathan Taylor their comparison of getting touches versus the other and then eventually I think Jonathan Taylor is going to show his talent and slowly pass Marlon Mack by week four I personally think Jonathan Taylor is going to be the head honcho back the lead back of the Indianapolis Colts what do we know about the Indianapolis Colts their wide receiver core is flustered they have a bunch of great talent on there, T.Y. Hilton some other guys on that squad they drafted a new wide receiver so they have a very talented wide receiver core but if T.Y. Hilton gets hurt it's kind of worrisome Jonathan Taylor is a guy that you can dump the ball off to. Jonathan Taylor's has kind of guy who can get 300 rushing attempts every single year. ...and not break down. There's a lot of treads on his tires, and that's the argument against him for Dynasty purposes. But why worry about that in redraft when you're just worrying about a one-year sample size? For this year, I think a couple of weeks into the season, by week four, week five, he is really going to take over. And that's why he's must-draft for me. He is going to fall down in a lot of drafts because there is a guy talented in front of him in Marlon Mack. But at the end of the day, talent outweighs the other talent, and Jonathan Taylor will emerge as the lead running back on the team... Phillip Rivers loves checking the ball down, so I think that Jonathan Taylor is going to be a very talented back in this offense, and he would categorize to me as a must-draft fantasy football option for redraft in 2020. Now, my next guy here is Mr. Jalen Rieger. Wide receiver gets selected to the Philadelphia Eagles. His college stats in 2019 were at TCU, a school that really does not have good quarterback play, does not have very good play at anything aside from wide receiver with Jalen Reger. In 2019, he had 12 games, 42 receptions on 93 targets, 611 receiving yards, 14.2 yards per reception, 5 receiving touchdowns, 23.50% target share on the offense at a 46.20% target rate. Now, I put the bad target rate in there to let you know that he was just not getting a lot of balls thrown his way that he could really catch. The quarterback accuracy was not very hot over there in TCU. So where does Jalen Rager go? He goes to the Philadelphia Eagles, a team who needs a wide receiver more than they need anything ever. Carson Wentz was throwing to these wide receivers last season that were in the AAF. He was throwing to legitimately no ones. You could not have heard of who they were until the last two weeks of the season when they had to start playing. Jalen Rager has potential to be the wide receiver one by the couple of weeks into the season, strictly because Alshon Jeffrey is so injury-prone, and I think that he could emerge as the number one guy on that team. They drafted him highly. He has a m- immense talent, and I think that you cannot miss Jalen Reger late in your draft. You are going to be very disappointed. I think year one, he easily makes an impact with the Philadelphia Eagles and Carson Wentz. Now, my only worry... My only worry is that with these rookie wide receivers is that they get into the the situation and they don't have as good as chemistry because of how the offseason works now with the coronavirus. It may be a bit it's gonna be a bit different, obviously. They're not gonna get as much time with the quarterback, they're not gonna get as much time with the coaches trying to explain to them their routes and all of that. It's gonna be a bit different. But at the end of the day, Jalen Reger is going to show his talent off in Philadelphia. He is the potential, he probably slots in right now as the wide receiver two option on the Philadelphia Eagles, so I think that Jalen Rager has a lot of talent. I think that this is a great landing spot for him, especially since Carson Wentz will throw the ball to anyone talented on the goddamn team, and there's really no one else talented on there. It's literally Mr. Carson Wentz, Miles Sanders, Alshon Jeffrey for maybe three games, and Jalen Rager versus the world I think that he's very talented like I said I think that this is a great situation for the guy in a division that is pretty fucking easy I mean besides the Cowboys who's really there the Giants and Redskins sure they're looking to build to be better in the future but I don't think they're going to be so great this year and the Eagles while they like to run the ball Mr. Wentz likes to air the ball out so I think that Jalen Rager is going to be a great player for redraft in 2020 if you guys have enjoyed this video thus far please make sure to click that subscribe button down below it's free and you guys are going to be getting a a lot of content every single day from me. Next guy on the list is probably my favorite player out of all of these guys based on raw talent, and that is Cam Akers, running back, who got drafted to the LA Rams out of Florida State University. Something to know about Cam Akers is this guy was on Florida State, and they were fucking terrible. He was the best offensive lineman on the Florida State team, and it wasn't even close. This guy's pancaking guys in the pass block, For Mr. Cam Akers in 11 games last season, 231 rushing attempts, 1,144 rushing yards, 5 yards per carry. Now, 5 yards per carry is not very good for a college player, but it is good for Cam Akers because 4 of those yards were after contact because there was like 90 guys hitting him before he even had a chance to get the goddamn ball in his hands. 30 receptions on 42 targets, 225 receiving yards, 18 total tutties, 9.70% target share in that Florida State offense. So what does Cam Akers bring to the table for the LA Rams? He brings RB1 upside. He brings not RB1 for fantasy football, even though he could technically be. I think he's going to be more of an RB2. But at the end of the day, he could be their rb RB1. Who's ahead of him, or who's on the team? Darrell Henderson, Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown is one of those guys who's a huge fat motherfucker who just bulldozes through and steals touchdowns from Tiger early last season. What is Darrell Henderson? Darrell Henderson is a guy who's pretty talented, but he got drafted later than Cam Akers did. Uh, if you're looking at like the rounds from the years they got drafted, uh, obviously Darrell Henderson got drafted last year, Akers this year because he's a rookie. I think Akers is by far the most talented guy, bar none, on this roster, and I think he will easily take over now just like with Jonathan Taylor I don't think week one you can throw Cam Akers in your lineup I mean sure if you're a crazy ass motherfucker go ahead and do what you want and play Cam Akers week one but I think it might be slow to get him in there to be the number one guy but that's fine because you're drafting him as your third running back your fourth running back he rides the pine you wait three weeks four weeks and then Cam Akers is a workhorse back Sean McVay likes to use a workhorse back when Todd Gurley was healthy it was only fucking Todd Gurley getting the ball when C.J. Anderson was the guy, when Todd Gurley was hurt, C.J. Anderson got the ball. So you see this pattern? It is going to be a workhorse back, and if Cam Akers can get this job – by God, it is going to be beautiful for fantasy football, and I just think that there's a 100% chance that Cam Akers is more talented than Darrell Henderson and Malcolm Brown, so that's why I got him as one of my favorite rookie running backs for 2020. Actually probably my favorite because of where he falls in fantasy drafts, going in like the 5th or 6th round of a 10 or 12 team league. That's very good for Cam Akers, and I think he is going to show out. I think he's going to not be as hyped as David Montgomery, and could do what David Montgomery did last year, or even better. David Montgomery got talked off by everyone last season. Everyone was talking about he's got the legs of Barry Sanders. He's got the vision of Adrian Peterson. He's got this from this great player. He's got that from this great player, and he's disappointed because everyone was so on him. This year, no one's really talking about Cam Akers as being a potentially top 12 guy, so he's going to be getting not as much clout, not as much push towards him to be great, so you won't be as disappointed if Cam Akers does not play as well. My final guy of the video is Henry Ruggs III, wide receiver out of Alabama, now a Las Vegas Raider, the first wide receiver selected in the 2020 NFL Draft. If you guys have enjoyed thus far, please, please, please click that subscribe button. It would really mean a lot to me. So Henry Ruggs in Alabama. What you need to know about Henry Ruggs is this guy is fast as fuck. The Raiders have seen Tyreek Hill absolutely buttfuck their offense or their defense for years prior. And you know what they do? They go and get Henry Ruggs Jr., not Henry Ruggs Jr., Tyreek Hill Jr. in Henry Ruggs III, a guy who's a speedster, a guy who is Lightning McQueen on the gridiron. His college stats in 2020 at Alabama, obviously some of these games are without Tua Tungavailoa and with a backup quarterback. So 12 games, 40 receptions on 53 targets, 746 receiving yards, 18.7 yards per reception because obviously he's a deeper threat. Seven receiving touchdowns, 13.10% target share in that Alabama offense at a 75.50% catch rate. So why do I like Henry Ruggs for fantasy football in 2020? Now, a lot of people don't like him this year. A lot of people don't like the Raiders as a whole. I think the Raiders will be fine. I'm not a big fan of Derek Carr, but when I, what I've seen out of Derek Carr is that he's a talented enough quarterback to throw the goddamn ball to the best player on the team at the wide receiver position, and that's Henry Ruggs. They drafted a bunch of wide receivers, but Ruggs will emerge as that guy. Derek Carr has a good enough deep ball to hit Henry Ruggs. Now, is Henry Ruggs going to be an every-week start? Fuck no, probably not. He is going to be a guy you find in a juicy matchup against a corner you think he can burn. You play him as a reflex, he dominates. He will have dominating weeks where he scores you 30 points, but he will have games where he disappoints. He's kind of like Tyreek Hill, but a worse version of Tyreek Hill because I don't think that Tyreek Hill necessarily has really bad games, but Tyreek Hill's bad game is not obviously up to like the top five wide receiver that you would want in fantasy football. But at the end of the day, Henry Ruggs goes to the Raiders, a team with a good quarterback, like I said, and he will have plenty of opportunity to get that work with his coach, John Gruden, and he is going to look solid in his rookie season. He's not going super high in fantasy drafts, so I think he's much more of a later pick. So at the end of the day, what you're doing with him is you're taking one of those shots, those late-round shots on a guy that you think could potentially break out. I think Henry Ruggs could have a great rookie season in Las Vegas, so that's why I like him a lot. I also think that something great about him is that they have a great running back. So the defense is also worried about the fact that Mr fucking Josh Jacobs might barrel straight through that defensive line and absolutely destroy them, so they're going to be worried about that. They also have other talented wide receivers. Henry Ruggs isn't the only talented guy. They have Tyrell Williams, who while the best wide receiver has shown talent. Hunter Renfro out of Clemson, also a talented guy, and they draft two other wide receivers. One of them is actually wide receiver slash running back and Lynn Bowden which is kind of confusing, but it is what it is. I think Henry Ruggs is going to eat in 2020, and that is why I'm going to be drafting him late in a lot of my drafts, and that's why I have him as a must-draft or must draft rookie for my fantasy football 2020 season. If you guys ended up enjoying this video, please make sure to click that subscribe button down below. Have a great rest of your guys' day, and I will see you guys tomorrow with yet another video. Check out the video above me to the side on me. I love you all. Good boy.